Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm a dance. I'll get their ass. Go. My captain's a really f***ing good player. Holy s***. Holy s***. Hey, we even got Dan Marino. Yeah, Dan Marino. your records, Dan. We're coming for your records, Dan. All right. <laughs> I got to tell you, man, uh, Mike McDaniel and uh, another hard knocks in season last night, which uh, Mike was made for, man. Mike McDaniel and that team have actually really had fun with it, embraced it, and um, have come across looking really, really good. Of course, you know, you've always got that chance if you start playing real poorly and, you know, then everybody's ripping you about this show. But it's uh, been fun. They're winning. You're going through everything with them. And uh, a lot of key people mic'd up, a lot of great stories. Uh, and, of course, Dan Marino, who was the captain for uh, for the last game. And, uh, and they're having some fun with that. And uh, also – the gifts, and a lot of good stuff. If you get a chance you didn't see it last night, don't worry. It'll be on all week, and you'll have a chance to see it. We say good morning to everybody. We got a lot of stuff to get to here this morning. And um, so I'll just say this. If you're just joining us and for some reason took yesterday off, um, after Sunday's win, 22-20 to 20 over Dallas, um, at Baltimore this Sunday, you probably know that if you win – uh, you play the Bills at home for a one seed and a bye week. It's that close now for the number one seed, which this team hasn't been a number one seed in a long, long time. There are coaches that weren't born. Uh, it was so long ago since the Miami Dolphins have been a one seed. And I'm guessing that one seed goes, I'm guessing they've never been a one seed at Hard Rock Stadium and all the way back to the Orange Bowl since the Miami Dolphins have been a one seed. I'm guessing it goes that far back. I'm not sure how many of our really good teams in the 80s were a number one seed. I'm guessing one of them was since we won 10 in a row. But, I, I again, um, and they have that chance. Just after all these years of struggling to get a wild card and all this crazy stuff. Um, and then the other side of this, if you lose this game and the Bills beat the Patriots – you're going to play the Bills for the AFC East Championship. Loser will be a wild card. It's crazy, man. Two games left. All the way up to the top as a one seed in the AFC with a bye week in there because I like to, the number one seed gets a bye week. And if you lose after all this stuff, if you lose, you um, lose that last game against the Bills with all the other things, you could be a wild card. 
So so that's where you are, man. That's that's where this thing is. So I guess you get the importance of why these games the next two weeks are probably going to feel like playoff games. Um, and, and then Baltimore sitting up there. They're coming home after a great win against San Francisco. And they realize they got to keep winning to get that number one seed, which they've had before and didn't have great success with it. Uh, a lot of talk about Lamar Jackson and the MVP and all the things he does for good reason because he does lead that team and he did have a really good game against San Francisco. So uh, we've got all that stuff we'll uh, we'll be jumping on today. A lot of news out there, a lot of stuff to get to here. As uh, But, yeah, can you imagine this? End of December, you've got 11 wins. God, I can't remember last time we had 11 wins. I know we've had some 10s. We've actually been a wild card. Hell, we didn't make the playoffs one year with 10. Um, you got the number one offense and the number four defense in the NFL. I guess all these things are, are like, when when the hell was the last time that happened? Maybe never. A one and a four uh, at this point. The offense, number one, been number one all year. But, but the defense, after that Chargers game, if I would have told you that defense was going to jump up to number four in the NFL, including a record amount of sacks, 52. Team uh, never had that. And obviously has shattered that record considering nobody can throw in well. They get the extra game. No, they they did it before 16, actually. And um, almost 31 points per game. I mean, we're just uh, – it's been fun, man. It has been a fun year. It's not over. And now you got two games. You set yourself up with a lot of wins to now, to now jump in there with the big boys in a VIP club and see what happens, man. See what happens now. It's uh, it's going to be fun. Uh, they're not the only great show because uh, Heat and the Panthers also both playing really well. Uh, I think it might be the best rivalry. We don't have a lot of them in this state, to be honest. But I think by far the Panthers and Tampa Bay Lightning has been a good one. There's been bad blood. They play each other in the playoffs. They play each other in regular season games. They seem to get chippy. And uh, they'll play tonight. With the same old names of Kucherov and Point and Stamkos and Hedman. And, yeah, all those guys still playing and uh, just right behind the uh, Panthers in uh, in the playoffs right now, which I don't know why I bring up playoffs. They got friggin' more than half the season still left to play. And uh, the Miami Heat, who uh, are playing really well. Got some – I, I got to tell you, and I, I do want to spend time as, as they get set to uh, head to the West Coast for uh, the first of five uh, tomorrow night. Um, but you know, with the way Duncan's playing, by the way, averaging over 15 points a game, the Jaime Hawkes story coming off 31 points and averaging almost 14 points a game and then throwing Jimmy Bam and Tyler. And of course, Tyler, uh, remember, remember, uh, that, that comment, I'll never forget. Pat Riley says, we need one of those three guys to average 24, 25 points a game. And, uh, that's what Tyler Hero has been doing. He's been putting up those kind of numbers. So, uh, hey, hey, don't sleep on this Heat team. What, whatever they didn't get in free agency, and, uh, you know, it's always fun in sports, man, that guy that has a big jump or has a comeback or, wow, you get a guy and you're going, holy crap, I didn't know he was going to be this good. Although, you're always going to have people in the organization say, ah, oh, we thought Jaime Hawkes was going to be this good right off the bat. We, we thought he'd be one of the best rookies in the league. We took him in the first round. But uh, what a story. What, what, what a great story. And, um, you know, we talked about what they lost and, and a couple of 
key veterans they had to end up getting paid and left the team, didn't stay, which you can't keep all those guys. And uh, they just go out and find some more guys, man, to kind of fill in with uh, with whatever it is. I don't think anybody's missing them that much when you get Jaime Hawkes coming in and basically has double digits every night, whether he's starting or coming off the bench. It's just been such a nice story, man. Such, such a nice story. So uh, anyway, we're, we're going to be all over the place today. We do have a lot of stuff. We're going to jump into uh, to a lot of different things and uh, – Man, this is going to be fun. It uh, actually starts tomorrow night, and it's not the best game. I'm sorry. I told Woody yesterday I thought Thursday night football is going to be a good one, and and he said, the Browns and the Jets. (laughs) And I go, well, I I, I didn't realize it was that game. But Joe Flacco is one of the best stories, you know. Uh, We thought old Joe couldn't move, and we've seen old Joe kind of finish up the season down here with the Jets and – and he can't really move, but, you know, he's always had a really good arm. He's always had one of the best arms in football. The guy comes off the couch, goes to the Browns, where they had a really good team in place. Hell, I would have jumped on that if I was him too. Uh, he's throwing for 300 friggin' yards a game. He's Now they've won 10 games. They don't have to depend on their defense and, and like, hey, defense, which is really good. Uh, can you hold them to 13? Can you hold them to 10? Now they score. Uh, Mari Cooper, that game they just came off of. And uh, so now they're playing the Jets, which they should win. They're at home against the Jets. So the Browns, you know, you hate to say it's a gimme because you saw what happened in a couple games last week. But there's a really good chance they're going to wake up Friday morning with 11 wins. It's incredible what Cleveland's done. Incredible considering what are they down? Well, they had to go get a quarterback off. Basically, he, he was done. Nobody called him. Looked like he was in. Joe was thinking he wasn't going to get a call this season. He was thinking probably throwing the ball around a little bit because he's used to doing it. But I'm guessing Joe starts thinking here. We're in the you know we're we're in December here. Uh, what's happening? You know, some guys are going down. Am I going to get a call? And then he gets this perfect situation to play with a team that you know he goes. Well, I can do that. I mean, I can get the ball to that guy. You know, we got a little running. Okay, and and we got great defense. Hell, let's play. I'm good. I'm good. So that's turned out to be uh, a heck of a story. And, uh, and of course, here come the Buffalo Bills, who play the Patriots at home this week, and they're going after their 10th win. After, it seemed like just yesterday, they were at 500. They fired Ken Dorsey. There was a mess. Stephon Diggs wasn't happy. His brother's jumping in. We had a little drama up there. Do they like the head coach? And all that stuff. And now... They're sitting at 9-6 and six and back home before coming down here for the last regular season next week. So, uh, and, and by the way, they probably are going to be in the playoffs if they win this game this week, right? That should just about do it with 10 wins. It's hard, it's hard to imagine. It has happened. It's hard to uh, – you get 10 wins you like to think you're in, although um, a lot of teams at 8-6. and six. So, so, by the way, if you're following games this weekend, which apparently they are, I saw the Christmas – Ratings, my God. Did you catch those, Woody? Did you have a chance to see some of those ratings? Raiders and Chiefs, 29 million. Ravens and 49ers, 27-something million for an average. Yeah, I think they said like the second highest rated Monday night game ever or something. Uh, that probably didn't go well for the uh, NBA ratings. No. <laughs> you know what, though? I still like watching. I, I got to tell you, man. I, I was The watching. NBA stuff? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the no, NBA is fine. I, uh, it's just like if. 
you know, 49ers are, are playing Baltimore, you know, it's not a tough decision. You just have to go to a home, and I, I always say this, I'm very lucky I don't talk about my family a lot. I have a little fun with them, but I've cut back on it a little bit due to hurt feelings through the years. But uh, having brother-in-laws that are huge fans, and both of them have backyards that are from bars to TV set up where we're never going to have to worry about watching just one game. We're talking about two and three TVs, big ones, set up right next to each other to watch your favorite sporting event. We don't ever want anybody that likes sports upset during the holidays in my family. They do it upright with all the ice cold beer you could want. The shots I could do without, I got to be honest, Woody, I did do three shots the other day. And uh, because I, it was it was pure, there, there's different kinds of pressure. There's pressure I get from my guys on Saturday night. And I go, ah, what the hell? And then uh, there's pressure you get from your family when they're all sitting around and you don't want to be the guy that goes, nah. You know, you got six guys there and most of them are your brother-in-laws and some are right there. Guys you see all the time, yeah, what the hell? What the hell? I know I'm going to pay for these, but ah, with a couple beers, they won't hurt anything. Anyway, I did it. Yeah, I, I, I did. Uh, I did hit that. Man, we've got uh, Charles Davis going to join us at 7 o'clock. Football analyst for NFL on CBS alongside Ian Eagle. He's got our game. Can you believe this? This is the first game, Miami Dolphin game, he's had all season. This is the first game. We usually used to get him three or four games. I, I felt like I saw Charles like, hey, I'll see you again next week. And uh, and and so he'll uh, he'll join us this morning, and we'll uh, we'll talk about this huge game coming up with the Miami Dolphins and the Baltimore Ravens, and uh, lot lot to talk about there. Co- let, yesterday, of course, everybody had a shouting match about the MVP. Is that that's going to be the best? That that's always the greatest one because what is your flavor? Is it more about wins? Is it more about who's around you? Is it about touchdown passes is it about how you play in the big games is it you know it, it's incredible uh how everybody oh, he's out Purdy's out through four picks and yeah, no no he we can't talk about him anymore uh two has only thrown two touchdowns the last two weeks I I don't know he can't uh and then Lamar who doesn't have a lot of stats but has a lot of wins a lot of people are saying this is about Lamar now some like Josh Allen. Some people really dislike all the turnovers. He's got 15 picks. He's got he's got to pick a game. He does, but he's got 40 touchdowns. He's got 40 total touchdowns right now. And then do you throw in a guy that's got 2,000 total yards as a running back, which, by the way, has happened a lot. And, uh, and guys don't usually win an MVP, but I hear a lot of – cheering for Christian McCaffrey these days. So uh, this thing will be interesting to see who wins the, uh, you know, listen, the two biggest awards you can get, there's no question about it, is a Super Bowl championship and an MVP. And a lot of times um, we've had guys through the years that have, have gotten both in the same year. So uh, we'll, we'll see. I am really curious. Hey, by the way, I want to ask you this morning, just after – 15 games. We got two left and and by the way, sh- decisions should not be made till the, the the regular season's over. No question about it. The final vote should not be in 
with all these big-ass games coming up in the regular season. I know it's a regular season award, but at least wait till the end of the season before you make up your mind. But as of right now, if you're out there, reason I bring it up, because Tua's going to be Tua's going to be in the dance. I, I don't know where he's going to get some votes, even though he hasn't thrown a lot of touchdowns in recent weeks. By the way, hasn't thrown a lot of interceptions either. But uh, Tua, Lamar, Josh Allen, Christian McCaffrey, or anybody else you might want to put in there. And I got to tell you, until he missed a game, Tyreek Hill was in there too. I don't know how much that hurts him missing that game. Probably going to keep him from 2,000 yards. Yeah, he'd have to go nuts in these last two games. Hey, look, the good thing is, I think I think the two best, you know, front runners are you know players on the Dolphins between Tyreek and and Tua. However, that shakes out, and then Lamar Jackson, I think, is a good option at this point. And they're gonna play each other. They're gonna get that head to head. So, like, yeah, that'll figure a lot of stuff out. I'm starting to feel like a lot of people think the Dolphins are gonna get crushed this weekend. Really, I don't know if you're getting that vibe. Florio put something out. You know, the Dolphins are going to get blown out, whatever. Yeah, but I saw I'm Florio eating some crow, man. I think yeah. Lamar knows guys called him out like, uh, you didn't think much of Baltimore, huh? Yeah, So, but again, like I, I'm getting the vibe that people think the spread went up like a, you know, a point, half a point. I'm what is it? The, I, don't I, think, even know I think it was at four yesterday. Like it, I'm getting the vibe that people think the Dolphins might get smashed in this game. Well. The- and, and listen, I get it. Like Baltimore just, you know, took it to San Francisco. I didn't know that anyone could beat San Francisco. They looked like they were the perfect I, football team for a while, didn't they? I I did until, and I, they may still be. Like, like you can't you, you can't do it every week. Well, yeah, it's I funny. Mean, I watch a game week on, in and week out, but sat there and watched a game on NFL Network yesterday. Just and you're right. Did you think it was live? No, I'm just <laughs> that, that was the dumbest thing I've ever done. <laughs> Yeah, there so had funny. to be other people out there that during the day, after that first game was over, flipped over, and and it went to NFL Network out of habit because they yeah. couldn't find it. And there's Kansas City and the Raiders playing each other. And by the way, they did play each other. So you're going, yeah, I know they play each other because we talked about it. But I thought the game, I That's didn't. Smart. smart. I was too really. lazy yeah. to check. So I sat and watched like 15 minutes of the game. I went, I looked at the field and I go, I didn't think the game – I thought the game was in Kansas City. <laughs> I, they got me. God, what, 15 minutes of just being old and a dumbasses. Hey, we got to go to break. We're super late this morning. Hope uh, everybody's up and uh... – Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Ready to go. We got a lot more to get to right after this. All right. Welcome back and uh, good morning. Man, we got a lot of stuff going on. Hope everybody out there. Uh, that maybe had yesterday off. Maybe you're able to sneak one, uh, get one more day off after after Christmas before coming back. Like the the Dolphins today will will be back to work and uh, getting set for the Baltimore Ravens. And uh, we got a lot of lot of stuff going on. Um, the OGs podcast. I, I I couldn't let this go. Uh, what has been a really good rivalry, but it's been a little bit dominated by one team over the other, as in the Heat over the Boston Celtics, but. Mike Miller 
and Udonis Haslam, the OGs podcast, um, former former teammates with both Florida Gators and, of course, with the Miami Heat. Won, won a lot of games, and Mike was a big part of it, and UD is uh, one of the great players to ever play for, uh, for this organization, for the Heat. Um, UD is not holding back on uh, – on some of the things that he said on this uh, must-listen podcast. Here it is. It's a different era. My era, we used to hate the because that we used to have to go against and the rivalries and all that shit. To this day, you know what I'm saying? Y'all know how I feel when we got to play the Celtics. I can't stand them. First of all. And I have nothing against. I, and I have nothing. Hold on, man. And the crazy thing about it is I, I, like I like Tatum. I like Tatum. I like Brown. I would love for you to tell me. Can I tell, I a, story you tell man? a story about in the huddle, man? What? I, I like Tatum. Yeah. I like Brown. Nah. KG and Paul, I don't fuck with y'all. Y'all know that. There it go. It's cool. There it go. I don't fuck with y'all. Y'all know that. I'm cool on that. Fuck that. The young generation, y'all can create y'all own beef and y'all can create y'all own whatever. The motherfuckers, y'all already know. I see y'all in the grocery store. It's home. Yeah, that shit's crazy. I don't care what aisle it is. It could be a 7-Eleven around the fucking cheese dip. It's like whatever. All that shit getting flipped over. Man, listen. Listen. That's just how I feel. Like, and they understand that. I told them that. Like, they know that. I don't f- with them people. <laughs> how many? <laughs> I love you, D. <laughs> he should have just. And by the way, we we beat their ass every time we played them, and that still continues. No matter how good their team is, no matter who they put together on their new big three. Yeah, they should like Tatum and Brown now because they own them. <laughs> so Bam was their was their guest on this. Oh, he thing. was. Yeah, so oh, I, I got one more clip for you here. L- listen, right. listen to this one. We playing Boston, so you know his his feel on that. Yeah. So dog, we in the yeah. huddle, and you know, Cap come in there, he give his pregame speech, and you know they retire like Bill Russell's jersey for everybody in the mm-hmm. league. So they got six in our Raptors. Hey, he in his. Pre-game speech, like, tell me when yeah, you gonna man, see a Miami Heat jersey hanging in a Boston. Bill Russell too. I said, <laughs> bro, this man dead. OG. <laughs> I had to repent that. I love man, Bill. Man, no Bill disrespect to Bill. I love Bill. He just caught that straight. Man, no that I love Bill. And man, when he caught it straight. He's six feet under, man. But will you ever see a Miami Heat jersey never, hanging in Boston never, Raptors? Never. Man, respect I would, Bill Russell. I love it. Why the fuck he got to hang in here? That come out the people mouth to us when we playing there. Man, listen. I, I might not lie. take back what I said. <laughs> now that I think about it, the way they, the shit they say to First us. First Bill had there. to go through it. Yeah, okay, cool. Wow. Uh, so if you didn't know, which I think most people had a pretty good idea. They didn't know maybe how bad it was. But Udonis Haslam is not a fan of the Boston Celtics, period. But, listen, man, that KG stuff and Paul Pierce um, and – I just think it's great that UD makes it clear all the stuff that they've said and the Ray Allen treatment and Ray Allen's been a uh, a teammate lives down here of uh, UD and the way he got treated when he left them and all that stuff about disrespect and this. All I know is they own them. They really do. The way they beat the Celtics, even last year, remember that Celtics team? That one-two punch and how you can overcome the size and the length and this and that, and they beat them again. They beat them again with that group, that group that some of you still aren't uh, aren't believing in with the Miami Heat, and all they did was beat them, shut them down. Um, Brown was terrible. Tatum was terrible. 
Um, and they found a way to win. Found a way to win that series. Just in- I mean, for my money, that's been the best rivalry in the NBA in the last decade. By the way, that one ranks right up there in anything. Yeah, there's no for more us. Heat Knicks, For us obviously. down here, no. Like, the Heat-Knicks thing hasn't been a thing since, you know, I don't know, early, what was it, early 2000s. But that rivalry has been the best, I, I think, the best rivalry in the NBA. Go, I don't, you know, for for the last out of ten years, you go oh, back to when ten the, years. you can't you go, go back to you when can't the big go three. overtime. You can't go because Lakers and Celtics were. Yeah, no, no, I'm talking about recent memory. Yeah. I mean, that thing has been, you know, from those games with LeBron and you know the the big three and the games we we recently had, like those hey, it, great moments. Great, and, and by the way, when Ray Allen did switch teams, that just kind of added oh, yeah. to it. That was I good. mean, that was right. That was a big one. Uh, Rondo has never been a favorite of uh, you know. I think Rondo, we're finding out, was not a fan of Ray Allen. Ray Allen didn't like Rondo and, and that relationship. And and then they got petty. They got real, like, elementary school. I don't, I don't want to invite him to my, my party, my, you know, my retirement party. Well, and, there's real hatred there, man. I respect that. Like that no, it is. The game and no. They never got past the heat. Think about that. But there used to they be. They never got past them. So I got to tell you, the old school, that stuff was real. I still remember. Like, hey, I know you're from California, you got drafted here, and you don't get it yet. But Bob Kuchenberg and those guys would stand up and say how much they disliked the Jets and the bad blood with the Gastineau and not to pick on Mark Gastineau, but he was one of the guys. Of course, a lot of guys on his own team didn't like him either, but it was just uh, – there was bad blood, man. It was uh, – it was bad stuff. It was legit, and that's another rivalry, by the way. That's kind of gone away. Well, right? it just I mean, you just don't feel the juice. No, for you're Dolphins not. Jets anymore. You're, you're exactly right. And the reason we did because they happened to be really good at the time. Going back to Richard Todd and even some of Ken O'Brien had good teams and and a lot of good players. Both sides of the football, really good players, and so we had really good, really good matchups. They were good, and. Um, Played them a lot on Monday Night Football and and that type of thing. But that thing, you're right. That's a great point. It's kind of hard when you look. And I look at Bob with shoes and he goes, well, we've won four games. I go, yeah, we've won five. And <laughs> and we're, we're trying to, yeah, we're, we're looking at first pick. Yeah, we're trying to get to 500. And, you know, it's just stuff that just, it, it doesn't. Well, that game at the end of the season last year was probably the best that the Dolphins and Jets have to offer as far as rivalry goes right I mean that was a play, well, yeah. playoff spot on the line right, kind of right. thing but that game stunk listen yeah, there's it, just no juice to that thing anymore. but if you're to do look at I, I said this right for this one that's getting ready to take place we haven't been able to get anything going in the state of Florida the Rays and the Marlins have just not moved the meter at all but the one that's good man is the one taking place tonight Tampa Bay Lightning and the Florida Panthers that has turned into a rivalry. And I, I know Tampa Bay's won Stanley Cups and the Panthers haven't. I get it. But they it's a lot closer now, has been, and it just it feels more like a playoff game when they play every time. It just feels a lot better. So uh, anyway, yeah, UD kind of gets you going this morning. I, I want to let you know. I don't want these guys, they got to do whatever they want. They want to hug and hang out and have dinner together the night before. But I want them to know that I don't like those guys. I like Brown and Tatum. They seem like good guys. But the rest of those guys, I got I had nothing good to say about any of them. KG, Paul Pierce, and by the way, I've told them. 
And by the way, I openly don't like you. And I'm guessing most guys feel that way. Paul Pierce still takes shots at Dwayne Wade. That's still taking place. And honestly, when I think of Paul Pierce and Dwayne Wade, and I know they're both Hall of Famers, but I guess we got different category of Hall of Famers because nobody puts Paul Pierce with Dwayne Wade. No one. Maybe somebody in Boston, but they're pretty knowledgeable fans, and I'm guessing most of them will go, Paul Pierce, you are not D-Wade. No, they they have nothing in common, but you know, I, I it would be fun to hear Dwayne go on he won't that do thing. It. And I know Dwayne's not our big ripper. No, nah, that's not his thing. No, I know, I know. But UD man, he's just he's honest. Like I, I love that about him. He's not like out there just to rip these guys for the sake of ripping him. He's just being honest. You know, I always like a man that can't let it go. That's beautiful. <laughs> I just like a man that just can't. Let it go. Just like, all right, you know, I got enough going on. Whatever. It's fine. It was at that time. No, UD's still wearing it. He had it on on the podcast. He's still wearing it. All right, we got to go to break here. We got a lot more stuff to get to here this morning. I had to get a little UD in there, though. Oh, my God. All those guys laughing. Bam and Mike Miller all together. And uh, (laughs) gave me a good laugh, Woody. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. Hey, uh, I want to take a second this morning, though, to uh, talk to you about something that's pretty important, man. ED, erectile dysfunction. Nobody wants it, and sooner or later, everybody gets it. Yeah, there's at some point some men, 40s, some 50s, some 60s. Some of you can tell me 70s. I don't know, but I know in the 60s it hits, and when it does, man, it is embarrassing. It's uh, rough on the self-esteem. You're apologetic to your partner because you're not able to perform. Hey, it's a holiday season. It's a time of love and joy. But if you suffer from erectile dysfunction, the season can be very tough on you. The struggles of experiencing ED, it changes, man. It changes your life. changes everything, man. If you still want to enjoy it, still want to enjoy making love to your wife and staying active sexually, well, I'll tell you what. Um... It's nice to know that you've got a place you can go, Atlantic Men's Club, Atlantic Men's Clinic, and, and get it taken care of. Six locations throughout South Florida to take care of you. It works fast. They'll put you on a program, sit you down. Uh, matter of fact, uh, it's free the first time when you go down and, and uh, talk to them. They'll explain everything to you, and then you make your decision. And your decision should be, I want to get rid of ED. And uh, they can do it. Schedule a consultation with Landing Men's Clinic today. Your initial visit includes medical consultation with a Florida licensed medical provider, a T and a PSA test, and if medically advised, a test dose. There's a lot of men out there right now that can't perform any anymore. Yes, you have ED. It's not embarrassing. It's normal, and you can get rid of it. That's the best news I have for you. Call them today, 877-455-7300. Visit AtlanticMensClinic.com or 877-455-7300. Set up an appointment today. Six locations in South Florida. No excuses. You've got one close to you. All right, welcome back and uh, good morning to everybody. Uh, For people who didn't see Hard Knocks in season, um, completely different last night. So it it was kind of fun around the holidays and the gifts were being given out. Dan Marino right in the middle of it and uh, and having some fun with the uh, with the quarterbacks and giving gifts and team stays close man Mike McDaniel's done a really good job here's some of it if you missed it Uncle Dan oh, okay. all right this was hard 
guess it was it's heavy, man. Yeah, what do you get a guy that has everything? Crap might be one. Real crap. Two of them. Nice, buddy. Yeah. That looks fire. <laughs> that is cool, dude. What? Let's go. There we go. <laughs> Got you all guys got isotopes. Lifetime supply. That is hilarious. Lifetime supply. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I got mine too. Very custom. That is sick. This is fun. This is fun. This is fun. Are we ready? Oh my gosh, dude! So excited for you guys to open this. Oh my gosh. All right, here we go. Three, two, one, go! No yeah. What is it, Mike? It's a golf simulator. Let's go. Easy, brother. Dude. I didn't get Uncle Dan this one because he already has one. I mean, well, we gotta, well, now we gotta do another QB challenge. No one has any excuses no, no. now. Right after the Super Bowl. I can say that I got isotoners from Dan Marino. That's elite. Elite. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, Tua, enjoying Christmas. And uh, you just, it's kind of cool, man, that uh, those guys are able to, with the camera on them, to have that moment. And uh, Uncle Dan, is I hear Uncle Dan now? <laughs> Oh, man. Well, I didn't realize. I mean, obviously, I guess you know this, but I didn't realize he was as close with those guys. Oh, yeah. So, he, I mean, he's one of the guys. Like, he's part of the whole the whole deal there, which is really cool because it's. I think it's just great for their, you know, for them and their confidence and have Tua be around that is, yes, is pretty cool. I agree. And uh, I think having him there for this stuff, you can't put uh, can't put a price tag on, uh, on old 13 being there. I agree. I agree. And. He, uh, you see him before the game, and people from the other team want to come up and talk to him, and and the players still come up to him before they come out. When they're coming off, they uh, like to come up. Yeah, I just think uh, they realize what he's done. They've seen the highlights. They hear what people have said about him. If they missed it, because it was a long, long time ago, right? But they uh, they get it. They get uh, what he's meant, and. Uh, one of the great one hundred, the top one hundred players of all time. For so sure. my favorite clip was the one we played when we opened the show, and you got Marino. You know he's standing next to Tyreek Hill and Tua, and they're ready to go out. You know before the game as captains, and you got Mike McDaniel like you know breaking balls behind him, which is which is awesome. I'll play it here. You want to hear it again? Yeah, yeah, let me hear that. I'm a dance. I'll get their ass. Go. Our captains are really good players. Holy. Shit. Who does that before a game? Who does that as he's getting set, got a game plan, and having fun with uh, with the whole thing? Yeah, man, there uh, there was uh, some fun stuff. It's bit listen, game day is business once that game starts and and that stuff. But uh, hey, man, you're finding out, and I know it's a business. You can get cut at any time. You can get injured at any time. You don't always like the guys you're working with. It's a business. But those guys are, while they're doing it, are having a lot of fun. And I think bringing in this show, 
people have been able to see the relationships. Uh, I don't know if it's like that on every team. I'm guessing it's not. And when you're losing, uh, it can be pretty ugly around two or three win teams and somebody's getting fired and guys are getting released. It don't seem like they care or they want to be fought. They want to be cut and all those type of things. And then listen, that's all that guy you just heard in the back, giving Marino a hard time. It's Mike McDaniel has set the tone. I never thought we'd see this side of Tua. Nobody can go, yeah, I thought, you know, we're getting to a opening up behind, you know, behind the scenes and and having fun with the quarterback room and and uh and with Dan. Uh just a lot of lot of great stuff. And, and Tua does like to golf a lot and belongs to uh Club and Davy. And Danny loves to golf. So uh, it was really, really good stuff. Really, really good stuff. Anyway, hey, real quickly on this, uh, this uh, we were talking, uh, and some um, we appreciate a lot of texts coming in here early for uh, the week between Christmas and the New Year's. A lot of you are off, and we appreciate you being with us this morning and talking about rivalries and the UD stuff to kind of get you going. I just, I mean, some guys, the old school guys are never going to change, man. Um, there are certain things that happen. And I can't speak for every sport, but I do think when I was a kid, there were teams that just didn't like each other, and it never stopped. It just never, ever stopped. And uh, watching the Dodgers and the Giants when I was a kid, I, I realized how much they disliked each other and would throw at each other, and fights would happen right after. They knew it was coming the next day. You throw at our guy, we're going to hit. try to hit you in the head, and uh, and we're going to go from there. And some of the great fights and brawls and Juan Marichal with a bat out there swinging it and Don Drysdale, I mean, all, all the – I mean, you know, that was – you were going the next day. You didn't like the Dodgers either, man. It was uh, – if you were in Northern California, you didn't, you didn't like them. So, but it's amazing some of the rivalries have dried up though, right? I yes. Mean, the, the Miami-New York stuff such a natural rivalry and it just – well, it's there. It isn't. If it ever gets, if it ever gets good, and uh, especially yeah, but with that today. hatred between the fan bases, I I think is going to miss a generation, unfortunately, right? Because oh, I think there's the been fans, a lot of bad football. I think I mean, the basketball fans, side, it's like not. I mean, it's just non-existent. But I think the fans hold it. Uh, and I always say this: sometimes fans take losses as hard as players do. Yeah. Now that I've seen both sides of this thing, and yes, they do. So we we have uh, we have seen some of that stuff. But I'd say Buffalo, I mean, is a bigger rival. I mean, Miami and Buffalo have had much better games over the past, you know, I don't know, five, six, seven, eight years, if right? If you were to ask Dolphin fans who they dislike the most. It's a great question. It's Josh Allen. Hmm. The Jets, the, again, the I'll give you another the Jets one. is they just haven't had anyone over there. They haven't been good for a while. The Dolphins kind of fit in that category, too. I'm going to give you two names in AFC East that Dolphin fans don't like right now. Josh Allen. And Bill Belichick. Yeah, I was going to say Belichick. Yeah. Belichick's right in there. Yeah. And the problem with that rivalry is that team owned owned you forever. 20 years. That's why these. it's finally like something had to end at some point. And my God, did it last a long time. But uh, that thing could be changing quickly. Up no, there. it ended with a big thud, huh? Wow. And, uh, yeah, so, so anyway. So who is it for the Dolphins? Like who who is the team that you dislike the most? Oh, I think the game coming up next next week is the game. Buffalo. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because, hell, you could throw Baltimore in there. You've had some some rough ones with Baltimore over the years, right? Yes. They're a little bit of a rival. Yeah. 
But I just again like, really. the, like the Jets, the Jets and Knicks, who are your probably your biggest rivals twenty years ago, are just that those those two games just don't have anywhere near the juice that they did, especially on the basketball side because the Knicks have been so bad for I mean yeah. basically since they were good in those years when the, that rivalry was going, they haven't they haven't been good. So so Danny went through the best rivalries during his times, especially in the eighties and nineties when he was a quarterback. Because he had the Jim Kelly, Ken O'Brien. I know a lot of people didn't realize, but Ken O'Brien was on some some really good teams. And they had some, I don't know, Woody, I, I, I always forget if it was a during your time, but the Ken O'Brien, Dan Marino shootouts, who gets the ball last in a 51-44 game. And, and the Jim Kelly scoring on the last play. And uh, those were really good games during the time. Actually, pretty good rivalry when the Bills went to the Super Bowl four straight years and lost. Those were a lot of Dolphins in a lot of Dolphin games involved in that. So, anyway, we've uh, got to go to break. We got seven o'clock hour coming up here. By the way, I saw somebody send a text. What's uh, what's more important, an MVP in a Super Bowl or an MVP for the season? Not even close. The MVP Super Bowl has got to be by itself to win a championship and be the MVP. Um, and don't get me wrong, being named the MVP for a year is pretty damn cool, pretty damn cool. But uh, And right now, by the way, this thing is so open, and we'll come back 7 o'clock hour here. Matter of fact, Charles Davis is going to join us next, and we're going to ask him. MVP award has never been closer than it is right now with two games left to go. All right, right now, though, we got to take a second before we get to Charles Davis, NFL on CBS. He's got our game this week against the Ravens, Suburbans, Tahoes, Traverse, the Trailblazer, the Equinox, the Blazer. I just named some of the big dogs in the SUV family. The big guys like the Suburbans and Tahoes with their new look and more space added to them. The Traverse, our midsize, almost feels like a big boy. It feels like it's almost touching the amount of space you get with a Suburban and Tahoe. So comfortable. And then the smaller SUVs like a Trailblazer, an Equinox, and a Blazer. So much style and substance for you, man. And great deals going on right now during the holiday season at your South Florida Chevy dealer. Silverado trucks, man, they make every kind of truck possible. It's our big seller. And you know why? Because they're strong, they're durable, and Silverado makes a truck that's absolutely perfect for your lifestyle. And by the way, style and color you're looking for, new or used with low mileage, we got them all for you. So this holiday season, you're starting to look around for a new car, truck, or SUV. Let me be the first to tell you what South Florida Chevy dealers will tell you. These are the best overall products we've ever had. Whatever you're looking for, whether it's more about style, whether it's more about need or space, we got them all for you. And convenient locations in Dade, Broward, and Monroe County. Find new roads and fall in love today at your South Florida Chevy dealer. 